Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 50, God, I think it's the 59th time. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm not looking it up. I'm not going to do it. For the 59th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. I shouldn't have to keep telling you this, but I'm not Joe Flacco. I'm not Joe Flacco. Anyways, welcome aboard the the Good Ship Not Joe Flacco podcast. We are talking. God, we didn't spend that much time talking the Thursday night game. You're welcome. You hopefully you didn't spend much time watching it. Uh, it's the game you thought it would be, in terms of just kind of being Florida football. Uh, talk a little bit about Minshew magic and Fitz magic and Brady being old and just kind of Florida quarterbacks, and then we get into our picks. And I'm three picks behind Doug right now in our pick'em contest, and we keep picking a lot of the same games, and uh, I'm starting to. It's early, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to get a little desperate. I feel like the Broncos signing Blake Bortles. The season's already going down the tubes. Got to got to get some some new juju in there. Anyways, um thanks for uh thanks for hopping on. Thanks for listening. We uh will jump after the goat right into Thursday night football, Jags, Dolphins and the week 3 picks. <laughs> All right, week week three, Doug. Is that where we're at now? The official kickoff, week three, the matchup everybody wants to watch. I can't well, believe this wasn't Sunday night yeah, football. Yeah, this, these idiots in their programming putting the Ravens and Chiefs on Monday night football when the Jaguars and Dolphins are going at it. Everybody knows you get the ratings on Thursday night, but no, they just – so silly. Well, we'll just have to make do. How, if if you're a Florida resident, you have to be able to see yourself in either Fitzpatrick or Minshew. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, and then you've got Brady, who who's the senior citizen quarterback. So it's like all of Florida is just summed up so nicely by the three quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I think Minshew definitely hits a big demographic there. Minshew is like 80% of the, the male population and I think 40% of the female population. Um, Fitzpatrick uh, kind of looks like a, a Russian bouncer in Miami. So you've got that demographic. And then Brady is just old. Just the old man on the golf course. Yeah, with his, with his new visors. Everybody's well represented and spoken for. Yeah. Um, so Minshew had a rough game, um, probably cause I picked him up in fantasy, didn't play him, but 
he seems to have come. He came back to earth a little bit without his uh, number one option, DJ Chark. Yeah, it seemed like um, Jaguars kind of had a little bit of momentum after the first two weeks. I think uh, a lot of people were – I mean, they were favored by two and a half points, I think. And they won one, lost a close one, and then just shit the bed. Then got thumped by uh, the Dolphins for their first win. Yeah. And, and of course, so I've picked if – we, if we fast forward to the pick em, I had picked the Dolphins the last two weeks against the Bills and the Patriots. Okay. Lost, I think I covered against the Bills. Um, so that was good. So I'm one. I'm now one and two because I picked the Dolphins this week. I, no, I sorry. I picked the Jags this week because I believe in Minshew Mania. I'm here for Minshew Mania, and I got steamrolled, looking the wrong direction, staring at Minshew Mania's glorious, glorious crown and stash. I was I was seduced by the stash. I think, uh, and that will do it. And that's justified. Um, on this game, I actually picked the Dolphins. With those two and a half points. So I got this one right. I, uh, I picked the Jaguars originally, and then it just didn't feel right. I was like, am I starting to get more confidence in the Jaguars and the Browns? And I couldn't, I couldn't do that. So I was like, nope, switching my, switching my pick. We call that a Kirk? Because <laughs> that's how I feel every single time I'm coming up on, on a Kirk Cousins game. I did it when we were picking who the division winners were going to be, and I rode in the Vikings and crossed it out when I remembered they have Kirk Cousins at quarterback. And I've done it at least once or twice while we've been picking these games where I've, like, instinctually picked – I definitely did it week one. I'm like, wait a minute. I've already crossed fucking Kirk Cousins out from the division. Why would I think he'd beat Rodgers? No, I went with Rodgers, won that one, and then I did it again the next week. And uh, I'm, I'm, you can make a lot of money picking against Kirk Cousins, I feel like. Yeah, I like that. Hashtag Kirking. Let's get it going. Yeah, Kirking, uh, for, for those listening at home, I think we'll define in the future as going against your first choice. So yeah. when, when you think, when you're like, yeah, this makes sense, and then you go, wait a minute. Now, I'm being an idiot. That's Kirking. Okay, I like it. I'll so, like it I, I lost mine, uh, and so did 76% of people. 76% of people were uh, took the Jaguars laying two and a half at home, and I was one of them, and you weren't, and you ended up better for it. You're now th- three games ahead of me. You're nine – you got nine wins – Week one, seven wins week two, and you're off to a, you're one and zero so far. Yeah, last week was tough. I'm blaming it on being on the road. Didn't well, I'm seven. I'm seven seven and zero. So you're th- you're now three games ahead of me. Well, so I got some catching up to do. We'll see how this week goes. And I'm really hoping that thump 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 that's right above me is not the six year old because that is going to seriously impair the length of the podcast anyways <laughs> getting to dude kids and all these people that don't even watch the game they're just picking their team with the favorite colors and somehow yeah. that works seriously all I right so that. um i don't feel like spending much more time on uh minchu and the uh minchu and and the fitzpatrick's do you 
No, no. The only other thing I wanted to mention was Kirk Pat or yeah, what's Fitzpatrick? I was going to call him Kirkpatrick. Um, Fitzpatrick, uh, sixth different team he has beat the Jaguars with. That's a record. Holy shit! Six different teams, one win that he's beaten the Jaguars with. And set a Dolphins record for completion percentage today. Thanks, thanks to him catching his own pass. That really? happened. Yeah. Yeah. No one got guys like i feel like the first month or first five six weeks of the season he's always gonna have one or two big games get you all excited and then he's back down in reality yeah i i like half-ass screwed up a meme today i i know that the doll I, I knew that the dolphins lost to the patriots and bills and i didn't look it up to see how well fitzpatrick actually played against the bills and he played well and i screwed up my meme but other than that He's going to he's 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 a classic backup quarterback. He's going to be like this is what I hope for Nick Mullins that he comes in and he sets the world on fire for three games. He starts a quarterback controversy that shouldn't ever actually fucking happen because if you let Nick Mullins start more than three games, he's going to lose the. If you let him start eight games, he's going to win the first three and lose the next five. Yeah, and I think that's just kind of like that's what you want from a backup quarterback, though. You don't. I mean, it's like. They're not going to come in and win six of eight unless they're Brady. But Nick Mullins is not Brady. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not Brady. They're good backup quarterbacks, good good uh, stewards of the starting position, and good mentors. Absolutely, like, yeah. He's he's been a plug and play. Let's get him. Uh, let's get him in there until until the next guy's ready. The rookie quarterback usually. And uh, yeah, we'll see two in a couple of weeks. I'm 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 pretty sure. All right, so did you go with the 69% of people that picked the Falcons, or are you part of the 31%? All right, so for the pigskin pick them, uh, so we got Bears at Falcons. Falcons are favored by three and a half points. I took the Falcons at three and a half. All right, well, here's an opportunity for me to pick one up on you. I took the Bears and the points. I I just can't – I don't believe the Bears are for real yet. With Trubisky, I think the Falcons are 0-2, and, and they really need a win, so I'm going with them at home. If they win by three and I lose this, then so be it. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that – I mean, this is just hoping. I'm hoping that the Falcons' D is as bad as it seems like they are, that even Mitch Trubisky can look like his former Pro Bowl self, um, and that uh, the Bears win a wild one. But right. or, or even just lose a close one, I'm okay with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that one, I, I could have gotten either way, but it looks like a lot of people are picking the Falcons with the points, which sometimes scares me. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, one of these games, the Falcons are going to completely, like, we the defense is hopeless, even if they haven't quit on Dan Quinn. We call him yeah. Dan Quit. We call him Dan Quit from now on. Um, even if they haven't quit on on Dan Quit, the um, the offense is going to quit on him at some point. And once the offense quits on him, there's no more team. Yeah, I'll see you later. So I'm I I would feel I would feel like picking against the Falcons would. I'm just I'm picking against Dan Quinn is what I'm doing. Not Matt Ryan, not Julio Jones. I'm picking against Dan Quinn. I feel you. I, I, I could. I mean, they start out 0-3 or 0-4, then he's, I think he's gone, right? You'd think so, but, I mean, like, 
they let him slide last year. It's goofy as shit. Arthur Blank's got the money to fire him. This isn't a, you know, this isn't a, a Bengal situation where they don't like paying two coaches at the same time. True. So, All right. So, yeah, so a chance for you to make up some ground on that one. That'll be a close game, I bet, hopefully. Um, next game? Sure. Uh, Rams, Rams, Rams and Bills. Bills. This, is, this, this is a low-key – this is game of the morning? I think so. This is a sneaky good game for sure. Um, the Rams defense and offense is clicking. Um, you look smart in your prediction. I look dumb in mine so far. Um, but yeah, would you rather, I mean, do you want to see Josh Allen, the guy who we, we kind of dump on a little bit, go to three and oh, or would you, or do you want to see him beat the Rams to keep the Niners in the hunt? For that? I'm t- I mean, like, do I want Josh Allen to win? No. Do I want the Rams to win? No. Um, no, actually, I, I really don't care if Josh Allen wins. If he wins, and um, I've got – I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills in the two-and-a-half points. I think that the – if this was a neutral field, I'd take the Rams. But traveling east, 10 a.m. game, you know the fucking bullshit here. Uh, yeah. And the Bills have a great defense. So this is normally I – th- I think if I were actually – this is one, this is a game I would definitely stay away from if I was if I was actually betting money on the game. Even though I really like the Rams and while I like the Bills to make the playoffs, I don't think they'll beat a ton of good teams. This is an opportunity for them to beat what I think is a a a, a very good team. Not a great team, but a very good team that um I think will contend for the NFC title, NFC West title this year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 55% uh, are picking the Rams in this. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. Traveling west to east, 10 a.m. game. I feel like the Bills, again, are, you know, kind of really really feeling themselves with Tom Brady not being that division. I feel like they're a confident team. Um, they won me some money in week one. I lost some money last week against the uh, Dolphins. Not, they didn't cover the spread. Um, so I'm not definitely not touching this game. But yeah, I put the Bills with those two and a half points. I see, okay. I can see them. So yeah, we're we 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 had the same thought there, I think. Um next game yeah. is Bengals. Oh the 0 2 Bungles versus the 0 2 Eagles. Yeah, so Eagles at home with uh six and a half points, the Eagles are favored to win by. Um, 67% are betting on the Bengals to cover that spread. Um, same. Man, I'm, I, I'm, I picked the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I think six and a half is too. I think that the Eagles should not be favored by six and a half against anybody. I like, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure they should be favored by six and a half against the Jets. Yeah, they are. They're, they're somehow a very sad situation. Didn't they just win the Super Bowl? What was that? Three years ago? Is it yeah. That long ago? Yeah. Now they're not looking good at all, and and yeah, I mean, it's what what do you start what do you start questioning the team's faith in Carson Wentz? Do his teammates not like him? I think we've talked about that. Yeah, and and now that Colin Cowherd is has come out um, forcefully against Carson Wentz backward hat wearing, there's <laughs> it's um, uh, you know I, th- I think the writing's on the wall. I think once that happens, you you know you got to get rid of him. So, 
I mean, I mean the, they, spent a second, they spent a second round pick on a on a quarterback out of out of Oklahoma via Alabama. He dressed last game, but I'm not sure if he played. I didn't get to see too much of their game. Um, but yeah, you got to start wondering what's going on. Yeah, I mean, he's he's too ta- it's he's talented, but like every time there's a sack, you just see the offensive lineman standing around looking at him like, look at this schmuck. He keeps getting hit. And and the linemen aren't good either. It's it's a weird dynamic. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I have a I have a buddy on this trip with me who's a big Eagles fan. He's uh, he's he's pretty disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, but they should be used to that, except for the one Super Bowl. He did start following that Joe Flacco on Instagram, and he was laughing at the the Colin Cowturd meme. Oh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So, boom, more followers. That's how we're. That's how we're going to get followers. Just one at a time. We're just going to drag them to the page. Yep. That's how. That's how we do. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, I was at the beach uh, with the boys this uh, yesterday, and yeah. um, and the six-year-old, uh, the the so my six-year-old son is um the one that has special needs and he's like awfully brave and he will and he really likes surfboards and surfers and everything else so we're down at the beach and every time a surfer gets out of the water he like walks up to him and starts trying to talk to him about the about the surfboard and they're they're surfing and 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 because of his special needs um he's only got he can only usually get you like three or four questions before he kind of runs out of like where his limits are and uh anyway so he's talking to this he's talking to this one surfer and and then the surfer comes up to me later and he goes uh your boy's really courageous and i'm like you know i'm like yeah yeah he is and uh i'm getting you know puffed up he goes yeah i've got this I've got this page and I'm going to be, you know, uh, I've got this uh, lifestyle brand and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm feeling good as a dad. And, uh, um, and I'm like, yeah, man, well, I got, you know, I got a page. So like, if you, if you, if you talk about my son, like, you know, tag me or something and I'll, I'll shout you out and, and, uh, um, you know, hook you up. And he's like, Oh yeah, absolutely. He goes, what are you, are you in marketing? Or he's like, how'd you get the page that big? Or, uh, you know, I just fucking wrote jokes and looked at stupid pictures for a long time. You know, there's not much to it. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and uh, people, I think people expect like that there's like some magic trick or, I mean, you can obviously buy followers, but, um, yeah. I don't know who to, who to admit to that. But then, uh, I'm like, no, I'm in sales. And he says, well, what company? And I tell him the company and he goes, oh, I got two buddies that work there. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> So I, I might've just outed myself. So we'll see. Uh-oh. Um, anyways, so you try and do something nice for somebody and then you end up divulging your superhero alias. Yep. So we'll the see. Hell paved with good intentions, my friend. Seriously. Seriously. All right. So speaking of good intentions. Yes. Game brownies, of brownies <laughs> favored by six and a half against the football team. Yeah, formerly known as the Redskins, coming to Cleveland. Um, man, I just really want to feel good about the Browns. 46% of the team are picking against the Browns. The, uh, the spread, I should say. Uh, but I am going to say the Browns are going to win this one by more than six and a half points. I think the Browns. 
Okay, I'm going to say the Browns are going to win, but the Browns are going to win by less than six and a half points. Okay. So I'm taking okay. the Redskins. If I'm, I'm for the for the purposes of our pick'em, Brownies to win, Redskins to. God damn it! Football team to cover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I. Uh, man, I just really want the Browns to get some momentum going, and I think a, a you know a good solid you know seven plus point victory. We'll keep, you know, I guess Washington, who is, you know, middle of the pack to below. Um, you got to win that game and you got to win by, I mean, I would love a double digit win. Um, but I would like the Browns to show off a little bit, continue pounding that run game and popping it over the top to Odell. Hey, man, uh, I, I am, there is no bigger non Browns slash non Giants Odell fan than me. Uh, I mean, if he asked, I'd take a dump on his chest. Um, but the, steamer, baby. the, the <laughs> um, I, I hope it works out for him, man. I like he, he was on such a tear before like that last, I mean, even that last year in New York, he had a thousand yards, I think, or something close to it. Like he's only had the one goofy season. I think that was where he, he got hurt. And then yeah. last, last year, just, you know, Nobody deserves Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, that was terrible. That was uh, it's like a bad joke, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Odell. I mean, even last year it was looked at as a bad year, but he still had a thousand yard year. So um, yeah, I, I mean, the guy the the guy trips and stumbles in a thousand yard years. He's that good, and yeah. and yeah. you know, even Freddie Kitchens couldn't keep him from a thousand yards. And our uh, our defense has been, you know, I mean, I guess I'm preaching the choir here, but we've had some injuries to start the year. We got three guys, three starters coming back. Oh, injuries, you say? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, dude, everybody's going to get crazy injuries this year. Yeah. The lack of preparation. So, um, it's just a matter if it's your second and third tier guys or your tier one guys, which I hope for our teams it's not, obviously. After playing week, uh, after one game on the MetLife turf, you, if you think I didn't look up what other NFC teams also had to go play on the MetLife turf this year, you don't know me very well. But I was absolutely heartbroken to see that certain teams do not get to play on the MetLife turf because they are having home games against those teams where the Niners have to travel to both of them. And certain teams are getting off very lucky in that regard. Does Seattle go? No. Does Arizona? Uh, I think the, I think Arizona does one, either the Rams or Arizona get a, get them at home and the other one travels too, but definitely the Seahawks don't have to, don't have to go. Damn. Well, so. shit. Well, yeah. So, let's so you're taking the Browns by more than six and a half. I'm taking this, the football team. And now we get to – now we're choosing – now it's the Vikings and Kirk Cousins against a good team. And I'm going with the good team. Yeah, I am uh, – there's no Kirking on this one. 
jerking sounds like cucking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of that. I mean, your first option, there's your first option, and then there's the one you end up going with. So it's kind of exactly like it's, cucking. Yeah. Turkey cucking? I don't know. Right. There's something in there. I'll, I'll leave that to you. You're, you're the. We've you're got the 14 more weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, so 70% are taking the Titans. That's, that's um, like 29% too low. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, the Vikings are another team that are kind of a – what happened to you? Like last year you were a playoff team and looking decent, but they lost a great offensive coordinator to the Browns, so I guess I could see it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is probably the easiest pick of the week, right? Uh, at least, yeah, for me, I mean, Kirk Cousins has an abysmal record against teams with winning records. And they are the Vikings are starting the season against the Packers, the Colts, the Titans, even the Texans. I think are the Texans are going to be the fairest spot for the Vi- the Vikings. I think that's going to be the most even game. Then they're traveling to the Seahawks. There's no, and that's a primetime game. So there's no way that Kirk Cousins is beating the Seahawks in Seattle. Right. Um, I mean, it's like, and then they go Falcons Packers. So God, they could be like two and six over the first eight games after being in the playoffs last year. Wow. And then you, uh, you look at Stefan Diggs and, and Buffalo, his numbers are better than the whole receiving core for the Vikings. Um, are very similar. They're like close. Um, yeah, him by himself. So yeah, yeah uh, you gotta wonder. Cousins has been terrible. Maybe that wasn't a very good move. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I I took a flyer on him in my one league. We went 19 rounds, so we got a pretty deep bench. So I took him as my third quarterback, and I mean, that was the worst pick I've had through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how is fantasy going for you? Because it's not going good for me. Oh, you want to talk about fantasy? Let's talk about last weekend. Notre Dame won. The Browns won. And I was 3-0 and in fantasy. That is okay, let's stop talking about fantasy. <laughs> um, I am 2-0 and in my league. One and one in your league, and I think I'm two and zero in my other league. But my team's not. I'm not too excited about my team in your league. I'm zero and two in yours. I'm zero and two in uh, the Weasels, and I'm one and one in mine. I have one win and six tries in this in my paid leagues. It is not going to be a good year. Just it's just yeah, not. The, the injuries aren't helping. I had, I mean, my one league I had um, the Denver receiver. Sutton. Yeah, I have, have him in two leagues. So, yep, that Sutton. That's and I had McCaffrey. Um, go down. He's out for what four to six weeks or so. Yeah, he's up four to six weeks so, with the high ankles. Might, might go the other way. McCaffrey got me two touchdowns and then got injured last week. So at least he we'll, we'll see. You know, everybody else is you know other teams are getting hit. So but yeah. 
But yeah, last weekend was the perfect football weekend. I only get like, I feel like I get two or three of those a year. So to get one of those early was good. There you go. All right. So Raiders at the Patriots. Patriots laying six and a half. Yeah, so Raiders traveling west to east. Um, damn, dude, I, I really like watching John Gruden. <laughs> Him getting all fired up in the locker room after that last game was pretty cool. I like, I kind of want to root for the Raiders. <laughs> I'm picking the Raiders. Um, 62% of people are, yeah, I, I think I, I did too. I am too. Yeah, I don't know why, but I'm picking the Raiders. I feel like they're going to be able to score. I guess, maybe. God, that sounds like such a silly idea right now. Yeah. I'm going to – Jesus. I mean, now, Derek Carr's look pretty good. Uh, they got that tight end, Waller, who's – I don't know. Is he the best tight end in football for, through the first couple of weeks? He's probably yeah, really good. Yeah, if George Kittle – if George Kittle's leg is broken, then absolutely. I'll give – yeah, yeah. Sure. So, he's looking good. I mean, they got Jacobs to run the ball. Um, a passionate coach that seems like the players want to play for. That's a big thing. So, yeah, um, I, you know, the Patriots might win this game, but I definitely – six and a half points is a lot. All right. Niners at Giants versus the uh, – it's the Niners versus MetLife Turf hosted by the New York Giants. <laughs> okay. I'm taking the Giants in this one. Uh, in no small part because the Niners are starting their second-string quarterback, their uh, third-string running back, probably their second-string tight end, if they're smart. Um, they just – Mohamed Sanu might start for them, which says enough about the receiving core, I feel like. Uh, we still don't have our starting center. And um, did I mention that we're, we don't have our starting quarterback or top two running backs or uh, the defensive player of the year or the big free agent uh, – no, sorry, the defensive rookie of the year or D Ford or Solomon Thomas, Richard Sherman, and I think I'm – I think I'm – oh, and we're relying on the – uh, health of Jason Verrett, Jordan Reed, and Jarek McKinnon to get us through this game. Okay. So, with that said, I'm taking the Niners. <laughs> okay. Uh, because you are missing several players, but the Giants offense is missing their whole offense. Saquon Barkley's gone. Um, Shepard, their wide receiver, is gone. And they're not good anyway. So, I'm going with the Niners. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Giants. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with the Giants to cover. I think the Niners can win, but I'm going with the Giants to cover. Giants lose by less than four and a half is where I'm going with this. Gotcha. I'm. I'm really low on the Giants. Um, I wish Trevor was on this one so we could let him know how low we are, or I am on the Giants. Um, but we can talk about that in the next one with him. But yeah, man. I, I mean, the Niners are a good team well-coached team. I think they'll be okay in this one. They're playing a bad team. 
they're probably a little bit angry. So Niners by more than four and a, uh, four and a half points. All right, Texans at Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers and not thinking twice. Yeah, this one's easy. Uh, Texans are another team. I'm, I feel like I'm really low on them maybe compared to you and some other people, but I just don't think they're going to be very good this year. I think, uh, I think they're a team that loses a lot of close games because, like you have said a couple times, the coach, um, Bill O'Brien, is a pretty solid coach, but not good enough to win some of these games. Yeah. I Definitely not this one. Like, definitely yeah. not this one. I just, yeah, like, how is this game not – I feel like the spread should be bigger than three and a half. Yeah. I, the, the, so like if I this, was going to put money on this a game, a game this week, this might be the one. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Although, the next one, again, the spread cannot be high enough. Jets. Oh, yeah. Jets, Jets at, at Colts and giving up ten and a half. Um, I'm – you could make it 20. I'd still take the Colts. Yeah, I mean, um, the top receiver for Sam Darnold. Darnold? When I say Darnold, I feel like I'm making fun of the guy. That's a weird <laughs> name. Or Darnold. Darnold. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, Jets are the worst team in the NFL. So, Colts by, by 17. Yeah, it sounds right. And also, Darnold is missing his uh, top receiver in this one. So I don't even know who he's throwing the ball to in this game, to be honest with you. The, uh, the legend, uh, sorry, Teddy Bridgewater. Next game up is Panthers at Chargers. It's Teddy Bridgewater versus uh, the legend of Herbert. Wow, what Mythic- a terrific matchup. Thank the you, mythical, The mythical Justin Herbert. And his, his. Do you think they've named the stadium after Tyrod Taylor yet? Like, do you think that Tyrod Taylor has naming rights over the SoFi Stadium now that, now that the team doctors punctured his lung? Right in the lung. How do you do that? Uh, you you just go hard. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I mean, honestly, I I mean. After watching Tyrod Taylor in Cleveland, he I think he might have leaned into that one. I think he was trying to get injured because that guy loves to be a backup. He loves that backup money. Get Herbert in there. You might as well. You're not accomplishing anything with Tyrod Taylor. Well, he's only getting paid five. He's getting paid backup money. Why put yourself through all the preparation that's required to be a starter if you're just getting paid backup money? Yeah. You can so. just you can you can make five million dollars a year for the rest of your career just by not starting and just being like a, the happy mentor, which he seems to be good at. Yeah. That's a, it's a good role for him. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Panthers, um, uh, 39% people are picking the Panthers with those seven and a half points. What'd you, which one did you pick? I went with, I took the Panthers and the points. Mm, man. So did I, but now I want to change it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, I just, I, mean, I I think it's one thing to surprise the other team with, you know, they've got a game plan for Tyrod Taylor. Then with one minute to go before the game starts, you switch your starting quarterback. Classic maneuver. I think every team should do it against the Chiefs this year just because that might be the only way you have a chance of beating the Chiefs. And then 
the backup plays well, but also makes some like curious rookie decisions. And I think that now that there's some tape on him, like there's even one game of tape and you've got like, you're giving a professional football coach a week to, uh, you know, to, uh, to figure out the, the mystique behind Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm not, I'm not confident that he's going to repeat what he's done. I'm just not now, unless, and now if he keeps knocking out linebackers while he's, you know, running towards the sidelines, that, that might be a different story, but um, yeah, I'm picking the Panthers in this one against the rookie. Yeah. It's just tough. No McCaffrey, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he doesn't have Sean Payton calling plays for him like he did last year. He doesn't have those weapons like he had last year. I don't think he's very good. And I think Matt Rule is in over his head. So yeah, it's this one. This one could have gone either way for me. I just yeah, I was never very confident in rookie uh, quarterback. But he had a decent first game, so let's see what he does here. But um, yeah, I say the Chargers will win this one, but they're not going to cover. Running backs are the most replaceable position on the field. I think we might be overstating. Like we're for sure overstating. Like losing Saquon, Saquon or McCaffrey from your fantasy team is way worse than losing them from your actual team. Oh, for sure. But McCaffrey, that he's he's a receiver too. Uh, he's their leading running back and basically their leading receiver almost. So he does a lot. So is Barkley. Yeah. Oh, they're great. I'm not saying they're trash. It's just like if you're gonna replace one, if if you had to pick one position to get hurt. You'd say, yeah, take the running back. Take him out back and shoot him. We're good. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Cowboys, Seahawks. I couldn't help myself. I think I've picked the Cowboys three straight weeks now, and I'm not going to stop. Yeah, this uh, – I'm, I'm looking to see a lot of points in this game. High scoring. Um, Cowboys one to Seattle. Uh, looks like 67% of people are picking the Seahawks with those four and a half points. I also picked the Cowboys uh, with those four and a half points uh, against those four and a half points. Yeah. So, so I think I, you picked the same one there, right? Yep. Got the same one there. Yeah, um, so I have three fantasy teams and Dak Prescott and uh, Russell Wilson are the quarterbacks on all those teams. So okay. I'm hoping for four or five touchdowns. <laughs> I want a high-scoring game in this one. For sure. I think, you, Elle, I think you'll get it. The, the Seahawks have now given up 397 yards to Cam Newton and 450 yards to Matt Ryan. Dak might throw for 500. Uh, I hope so. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, Bucks at Broncos. Broncos just lost their entire team, and now Tom Brady comes to visit. Yeah, this was uh, an easy pick for me and everybody else. Uh, Buccaneers, 81% of the people are taking them. Uh, with five and a half points, I, I could see this as a two-touchdown one for the Buccaneers. Who, I mean, top quarterback, top receiver. Who else? Did the, I think the Broncos lost a couple other guys, didn't they? I mean, Von Miller's already gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're banged up. I don't think they've got a, I like Vic Fangio. I just don't like him for this team. Um, John Elway has put literally all his eggs into Drew Locke's basket. And now Drew Locke is out for what, two to six weeks, somewhere in there. And yeah. the thing that you and I talked about during the AFC preview was 
what happens to the Broncos if Drew Locke gets hurt or he's not the guy? Well, he got hurt, and now you're getting Jeff Driscoll. And uh, did they sign Bortles, Blake Bortles? Yep. I, I think they picked him up. I don't know if he's going to start, you know, on a short week getting picked up. But either way, Jeff Driscoll or Blake Bortles, uh, you can't be happy about that. So, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jeff Driscoll, another one of Colin Kaepernick's backups to, uh, to keep to, – to still be playing in the league. So, uh, just – Throwing that out there in case anybody needs a quarterback, there's a guy who wants to. There's a guy who wants to play. Here's a um, guy. Yeah, I am in the. I am in a Reno, Nevada, right now, which is the home of Colin Kaepernick. That's where he went to college, Nevada. There you go. And uh, did you? And then um, I've got family up from near where he grew up in uh, Turlock, California. So okay. about well, about ninety miles east of San Francisco. So, um, anyways, yeah, no, it's uh, what's the? Yeah, he was he was a. Anyways, uh, we don't need to get into it. He should obviously still be in the league. He should be no worse than a backup for somebody, and X number of teams would be a lot better if he was starting for them. But the Broncos specifically are one of them. Why spend all that money? Why spend all of those draft resources on a second round pick that it only basically betting on your second round pick that it only started five games and not even having, I mean, even the dolphins have Fitzpatrick and Tua, right? Um, God, do the, I think the Bengals are the only two. Who's the Bengals backup. It's that's, that's probably nobody I've ever heard of. Um, yeah, I got no idea there. Like, is there any is there any team in the league that is putting more on a young quarterback than the Bengals than the uh, than the Broncos were? I mean, they I think they thought they were going to be a playoff team with like all of the additions they made, and yeah, I mean Ryan Finley. That's uh, Ryan that's, Finley from North Carolina State. Yep, that's the Bengals backup. Yeah. So, yeah, those are those teams. I mean. Oh, who's uh, – I mean, the Jaguars got Knowles behind Minshew, right? Or no, um, Knowles is I mean, behind Trubisky and, and the Bears, Yeah, right? Foles, Foles with Trubisky. Um, I mean, but the Jaguars – see, the Jaguars and the Broncos are different, right? I mean, like, the Jaguars aren't – weren't thinking they were going to win. They got rid of yeah. everybody. You know, they've gotten rid of Fournette and Jalen Ramsey over the last year and a half, and – they're not expected to they, – they did not fool themselves into thinking that they were a contender. And they roll out the rookie – the young quarterback to get the experience and see what he's got. That's fine. What the Broncos did is surrounded a young guy with a bunch of weapons but gave him no mentor and don't have anybody behind him to start. Which And, and they proved that by signing Blake Bortles as soon as he went down. Exactly. Like they, they proved that there was no succession plan if either Locke wasn't a, the right guy or uh, he got hurt. And two games in, and he got hurt. So, anyway, yeah. here we Boy, are. Boy, do I, do I feel bad for the Broncos and John Elway. <laughs> that, class, <laughs> that classic Browns empathy when it comes to the Broncos. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, cool. so, yeah, all right. So 
by a million. So Buc- Buccaneers, yeah, Bucks by ninety. Um, Cardinals versus Lions. I'm with the eighty-two yep. percent. I feel like this is a this this is a joke of a game. Yeah, Lions at Cardinals, five and a half point spread. Uh, this is probably the second easiest pick for me this week. Cardinals by a lot. I think more than five and a half. So, the Cardinals are going to be five and zero. Oh. They went. They went. Niners, Redskins, Lions, at Panthers, at Jets. Smells like five and zero. Oh. Then, then at Cowboys versus Seahawks. So then it gets a little tough. Then four or five games against. No. Then it gets tough. Cowboys, Seahawks, Dolphins, Bills, Seahawks, Patriots, Rams. Like that's six of seven in there are they've got a similar schedule to the Niners, which is the Niners go easy early, and then it's like six of seven are against playoff teams. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean that's yeah, no, that's yeah. But they're gonna be five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So can they steal some of those games after that? Is the yeah, I mean, it's like at that point, right, during that, the middle of that stretch, like you only need to steal two, maybe three out of those seven, and yeah. you're eight and four, and you're feeling good. Yeah. So, okay. uh, Sunday yeah, so night game, I mean, we're both taking the Cardinals plus five and a half, or minus five and a half, right? Correct. Okay. And then um, – Somehow the Packers are getting points in an empty dome against Drew Brees' noodle arm. Yeah, Packers at Saints, three and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, Saints, cause for concern after watching that last game? So I think the – I think that the you know when we were talking last week or the week before about what the NFC playoff picture was actually going to look like and I said you know it'll be Packers Saints um Packers Saints Cowboys and uh Rams right and then it was like okay so then the Seahawks and the Cardinals they also make the playoffs and then I said the seventh spot basically comes down to Bears, Bucks, and Saints. I'm not sure it comes down to the Bears. Sorry, Bears, Bucks, and Niners. I'm not sure it comes down to – like the Niners' path to the seventh seed just got a lot easier because I don't think that the Saints are scaring anybody at all. At all. At all, yeah. at, all at all, at all, at all, at all. Yeah, no, I'm – it's you know I I've been saying it for like the last two years about Brady and Breeze like these guys are over forty like this isn't normal this is I feel like the you know their production is gonna hit a wall pretty you know pretty hard when it does hit so I think yeah. it might be hit for the Saints and Drew or Drew Brees I should say specifically but um, but yeah Packers Saints I would you know I'd be hoping for a high scoring game it looks like both of the top receivers on these teams are might not play. Um, who is the, you know, who's going to be missed more if the Packers can't have Devontae Adams on the field or if the Saints can't have Michael Thomas, who's going to be missed more? Uh, Michael Thomas, because Aaron Rodgers can throw, Aaron Rodgers can still throw a receiver open. Drew Brees cannot throw a receiver open anymore. 
Yep. I like that. I concur. Like Breeze can't go deep. I'm not sure you can trust him to throw outside the hash marks. And uh, you're not going to believe this, but that requires a lot of little slants and screen passes and dump offs. And while he's probably very, still very good at those, you know, you end up with stat lines like in week one where he threw 30 times for 150 yards or stat lines like in week two where, you know, um, he just didn't, I mean, he threw for 312, but just none of it looked right. And only one attempt that was deep, you know, farther downfield than 20 yards. Like, you know, you can dink and dunk your way to, uh, to 312, but, you know, if you're, Kamara is going to be a PPR monster, just like he is everywhere. He's had 81 receptions all three years he's been in the league. I think he eclipses that this year. Yeah, he's going to have to. I think he ends up with like 100 catches this year. Yeah. So, I mean, nine receptions, 95 yards last game. Yeah. So, we're both taking the Packers along with 75%. Yeah, we're we're part of the mob. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. And then maybe game of the year. Uh, See you later, Drew. Okay. So, yeah, big – definitely it's week three, so it's as big as it can be, I guess. But, yeah, Chiefs at Ravens. Ravens are favored by three and a half points. Chiefs coming off a game where uh, I think you mentioned last week they probably didn't want to show a whole lot against a backup quarterback, and they barely won in overtime against the Chargers. So, um. 65% 65% of the fans here are picking the Chiefs, as am I. Fuck the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. Maybe, yeah, I mean, if there were, maybe, if, maybe if there were fans at this game. Are these, are these hands down the two best teams in the league? Is, are you putting anybody else on their level? No. I mean, like, I – no. I, I really – I, like, God, I, I, I'm I still – I'm sticking with the Cowboys are going to be really good by the time the end of the year comes around. Um, yeah, if we're just looking at 2-0 teams, I mean, the Packers still have a lot to prove. Uh, the Cardinals, we just touched on what the second half of their schedule is going to be like. Um, the Seahawks – the Seahawks, really don't, like, the Seahawks don't have felt, the defense. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I felt good about the Seahawks. Um, but you you keep talking about that defense, and, you, and you're, you're, you're definitely weighing on my mind when you say it. So, so yeah, I think um, the Steelers are a team that could potentially jump in there, depending how they get through the next couple weeks. I don't like saying that. Um, but they do look good. Um, the Raiders are 2-0. The Titans are 2-0. They got something to prove. Um, Buffalo Bills, the Rams. I just want to. I just want to know how the Steelers keep drafting wide receivers that that are that good. Like they've got like it feels like every year they've got five or six wide receivers that could start. Be a we at least a wide receiver two or three for every team in the league. So I mean, I don't really see anybody on the same level as the Ravens and the Chiefs. Yeah, no, it's Ravens and Chiefs. I think I think for sure the two best teams. For sure, but there's a couple teams that have. 
All right, man. Well, that's it. You're up three games on me. I got to find three games to pick up on you to just to just to catch up. I'm not. Uh, um, I might have to start getting a little more adventurous with my picks just to uh, take some chances. Gotcha. So, so I do apologize. I think my stuff cut out there. But you said you want to take the Ravens now. Oh no, 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 no. I'm taking. I'm sticking with the Chiefs. I'm yeah. I'm sticking with the Chiefs. I'm. I'm okay. Me too. Me too. I'm not. I'm not talking myself out of anything. I'm. I. 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 I the Chiefs are the best team in football to me, and uh, I'm pretty comfortable that they're going to win this one. Same. But yeah, I can't wait to watch that game. That's going to be a great game. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Should be a good slate of games. Yep. All right, Doug. We'll appreciate it, man. And uh, have a good rest of your trip, and we will talk Sunday night. Yep. Sunday night, I will be in Colorado with one of our buddies who is also a Browns fan. Um, so watch out. <laughs> <laughs> do do we do we get the do we get the the big gorilla on the on the podcast on Sunday? Oh. Um, let's... That's I think I of, think the Niners the Niners Giants playing each other should be good uh, should be good content for for uh, for me and Trev so I like it all right um, good talking man we'll uh, have a good trip drive safe and we'll uh, we'll talk Sunday night all right sounds good brother thanks buddy later If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.